Welcome to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast, hosted by me, Carolina Sopran. I'm a holistic health and nutrition coach, a Pilates instructor with a background in science, and a master's in medical radiations. I'm your stress buster chick, chatting all things stress, helping you, the modern woman, create more balance, calmness, and health in life. I used to be just like you, running on adrenaline, stressed 24-7, and a professional perfectionist in all aspects of life. Over the last couple of months, I have wanted to create a platform for stressed, stuck, and professional women just like you, empowering and nurturing you to live your most balanced life. I have learned and come up with some amazing tools to help bring more zen into your everyday life. Enjoy. Hello darlings and welcome to episode 25 of the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast. Before I jump onto today's episode, I'm sure you would have seen on my Instagram, the Stressless Journal is officially out and launched last Monday. It has been such an amazing last two weeks and it's been so lovely to see everything come to life. I feel like it was such an ongoing process that when it finally came out, it was like, oh my goodness, it's finally here. But because I'm so passionate about what I do, I want to give one journal away to a listener of the podcast. So all you have to do is subscribe to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast and leave a review on one of your favorite episodes. So send me the screen capture. I'll be announcing the winner next Friday. So a week from today around lunchtime on my Instagram stories. And if you don't already follow me, please find me at Knowing Her Wellness on Instagram, just so you don't miss the announcement. And I really want to thank everyone that supported me through this process, Uh, in particular, my husband and my best friends. I really appreciate all that you have given me the last year, and I hope you know how grateful I am for all your support. But let's get into today's episode. So a little bit of a background on this journal. It really came about because I had done a lot of writing and journaling when I wasn't well. I've previously spoken about my anxiety quite a bit and I feel like journaling definitely gave me the ability to put my thoughts onto paper and to get some answers in regards to the way I was living my life and how I needed to alter it for the better. So it was probably, I would say, last September, um, I was walking to my part-time job and it's about a 40-minute walk from the station to the university that I work for. And this thought just came into my head to create a journal. And I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know how I was going to find the money to bring it out because the journal was all self-funded. So I didn't get any loans to release it. Um, And I literally had no idea what it would be like, but I just knew I had to do it. And it took just under a year, but I think whenever you create something, it takes time. And I started off brainstorming around my story about how I could help other women with stress and help them create more balance. And that's how that journal came about. And for those that haven't seen the Instagram 
um, video on what the journal looks like. The first part of the journal mainly focuses on the things that can help you relieve stress. And the second part looks at goal setting because if we don't have goals, we don't know where we're going. We get, we start to feel stressed. We start to feel stuck, unhappy, and we're not excited about life. And if you have goals, um, and this is just in all aspects of your life, it's such a nicer way to live your life and be present within your life because you know where you're heading. So on today's episode, I wanted to talk about all the things that I learned while creating the journal. And if you're someone that's thinking about a venture and is finding the whole process just too overwhelming, then I hope you find these tips helpful. And for those that are in Victoria at the moment and are back into stage three lockdown, you have six weeks to think about things and really start to put some action steps into place in order to achieve what you want to achieve. And I was scared when I was creating this journal and you might be feeling a similar way, but I hope these tips help calm you down a little bit and know that everyone has the same feelings whenever they're creating something. And one of the biggest things that I found with this journal was that I was in such a nice flow when I was creating it. And in positive psychology, for example, being in that flow state means that you're fully immersed by an experience that you're currently in and you feel energized when you truly focus on that particular thing and that particular process. You have clear goals and you know that they may be challenging, but they are also attainable and their activity in itself is ridiculously rewarding and that's how I felt when I was creating this journal I just felt like everything I was doing just felt good and that's what it means to be in flow when you're creating something so if you've had a thought come into your head and you think oh maybe I should give this a go explore it even if you don't get too far you still have given yourself the time to have a look at it and explore it and I think all things that we go through, we just need to accept that it may go one way or another. And as long as you have that acceptance, things flow so much better. So one of the first points I always make is whenever you bring something out, produce it from a place of love. And whenever you've produced anything, it should always come from a place of love and not ego. And I feel like everything I've ever done, it's come from a good place. It's been really focused on helping others and helping people feel good. And for me with this journal, I wanted other women to take control of their stress. I didn't want women to go onto the path that I went to where I wasn't managing my stress at all and I got sick as a result. I also wanted women to start looking after themselves to make goals around their health, their wellness, their relationships, career, and take that action to get them there. Because I think as women, sometimes we unfortunately come last and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It means that we love and adore looking after the people around us. But what that means is that we spend less time really tapping into what we want and what we want out of life. So definitely make sure that 
whenever you do something, bring it from that place of love and not ego. It shouldn't necessarily be about you. It should be about the problems that you're going to solve for someone. The next point is trust your gut. So I don't feel like we trust ourselves enough and I've definitely been through that in different aspects of my life, but we're often seeking validation from others and we actually forget to tap into what we know is right. So that inner voice that you have, yes, sometimes it's negative, but sometimes it's also positive and we need to listen to that. So an example with this journal for me was that Obviously, I created all the inner pages of the journal, but I needed to find a company to print it. And there were two companies. The journals on the outside looked very different, but the inner pages were obviously the same. And obviously, because you need to get it mass produced, there's lots of copies that get produced at the one time. And I found one of those companies really putting a lot of pressure on me and In a sense, that was a good thing because I needed to have that pressure to get it finished because I felt like I just kept changing things, moving things around. But in another way, it left a really yucky feeling in me and I felt so much pressure and I don't think I was in a headspace to have that pressure put on me. And I actually ended up going with the company that was more patient and were a lot better at listening and trying to communicate what would be the best way to produce this journal. So trust those feelings that you have when you're making certain decisions. Even if your head and heart are saying different things, your body will let you know. I, for example, started getting really tense when this company was putting pressure on me because I didn't feel like the journal was quite yet finished. I was just doing the research. So really trust the feelings that you get within you when you need to make those decisions. Get help. So getting help, I think sometimes it can almost appear like it's a weakness, but it's really not because if you're asking for help and you know someone that knows more about a market, for example, than you do, why wouldn't ask why wouldn't you ask them for help? And I think every person that's ever created anything in life has always had help and has never done it on their own. And if time is precious for you, which for me definitely was, um, I hired a coach and got her opinion on things. There are things that I do well, but there are also things that I don't do well and that I need help with. And marketing was a big part of that. So she definitely helped me market the journal and sort of put it out there and put myself out there and really kept me accountable as a result. Asking for feedback, that's another important thing whenever you're bringing something out. I think when you've created something, you have such an attachment to it and you don't see certain aspects of it. But if you seek someone's feedback who isn't attached to that particular thing that you created, then they're a little bit more objective and they can definitely give you a different perspective on what you're doing. And I had my husband look at my journal. I had my best friend who is very good with design and other things have a look at it. My coach obviously looked at it. There was multiple people that gave me feedback and there were things that I 
obviously didn't see and that I incorporated as a result of their feedback. And I think feedback is also really important. Many of us are trained to see it as a negative, but it's actually a positive. It's helping to make whatever you're creating better. And the next point um, that I want to go into is giving yourself the space and time and just to start. There'll never be a right time. Um, I think when I started this journal was before um, our wedding. And so obviously during the wedding period, I gave it a good break because the wedding was my main focus. But uh, if you listen to the last episode, you would have heard how the journal came about. Like I said, I was literally on a walk to my job and I was like, oh my goodness, I have to create this journal. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know what, how I'm going to find the funds for it, but I just had this feeling that I had to do it. And it literally nearly took me a year to create it. And I feel looking back, like it was a long time, but now that it's here, it didn't feel like such a long time. And you know yourself and sometimes things just take time and you need to sit with things for a little while. Every time that I felt like I was running into a roadblock, I felt like I was slightly frustrated with things. I literally would put the journal away, have a couple of days just to let it sit there and then open it up again. And it's such a better feeling doing it that way. You just need to give it space to grow whatever you're creating, which leads me to the next point. Don't rush whatever you're doing, but know when to let it go. And this is a really difficult one, I think, for perfectionists in particular. Um, I mean, you can do things so many different ways. You can look at someone else, how they've done something, and it might be completely different to what you've done. So definitely give it the time that it needs. And for me, for example, I went through sampling, I went through revisions, there was a lot of time spent on different aspects of the journal. But you also need to let it go and set that expectation for yourself that by producing something, you're actually going to help someone because so many of us create things and we never release them and really that's a disservice to all the amazing people that would benefit from what you're producing fear is the next point if you're scared you're never going to produce it and let me tell you everyone has fear i had fear when i created this podcast i had fear when i created the journal you always think what if people love it what if they hate it what if people judge me and i think the right people will love it and your product won't be or whatever you're working on won't be for everyone and that's actually a good thing because i think when you're in the public space, we always want to serve everyone and that's not quite how it works. So you need to find your niche. And then what ends up happening is you have this beautiful community that you're serving and that's your community. And it's such a lovely feeling. Um, investing in yourself is the next point. You need to actually invest in yourself to create great things. And I'm a big fan of personal development and I've done quite a lot of it probably for the last three years, but you need to understand yourself before you are able to create something for someone else. You need to understand how to better yourself. You need to know what you're trying to create, what your strengths are, what your mission is, and the things that you can do to actually get better. 
attachment. So being mindful of the attachment that you actually have to the project or the product that you're bringing out. Do I want this journal to do well? Of course I do, but I also think about it in two ways. I obviously want the journal to do really well and I hope that it does and so far it has, but if it didn't do well for whatever reason, then you have to look at the fact of how many things you've actually learned as a result of producing something. And life is a learning experience. There is always things that we're learning about. We're learning how to do this better or that better. So don't see it as a waste if it doesn't do well. See it as a gift of all the things that you have learnt and all the things that you can use further down the track. Do your research. There are so many people out there that might be doing something similar than you. Obviously, there's loads of different journals out there, for example, but I think you just have to differentiate yourself a little bit from what other people are doing. And I always say, stay in your own lane. It's important to see what people out there are putting out. So I guess you're not overlapping with them, but also make sure that you focus on the positives that will come as a result of you producing or bringing out whatever you're working on. So research is an important one. I did a lot of research before I created this journal and it takes time, but you'll be better for it by, you know, looking at things from a different perspective. So I hope you have found this episode helpful. If you're feeling super anxious about starting something, seriously, just send me a message. I'd love a chat. You guys know that. And if you do purchase this stressless journal, I would love to hear what your favorite part of the journal was. I will actually leave the link in to the Etsy store in the show notes. And I am really, really excited about it. It's been wonderful. So thank you for your support and thank you for your time today. Have a beautiful rest of the week and I will catch you all soon. Take care. And remember, life is for living, not stressing. You are too blessed to be stressed. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at Knowing Her Wellness. See you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to Be Stressed.